It seems like blessings keep falling in my lap. It seems like Hey, what's up everybody out there in podcast land? What's up? Drew and Dan back with an MBA show. It's about time. Yeah, but as always, this podcast is brought to you by the Breakfast Burrito Addicts Patriot. Second to none. Second to none. It is one of the best breakfast items you'll ever eat in your life. In your entire life. This podcast is also brought to you by uh, the rush hour traffic on the 217 that I was reminded of today, and it was miserable. <laughs> you but, used to be uh, a Beaverton resident yourself. Yeah, I used to make that trip every day, and I do not miss it. So thank you, 217. <laughs> if you're sitting out there in, in the 217 traffic listening to this as we speak, we salute you. Our hearts are with you. <laughs> Drew, we're yeah. back. NBA pod. NBA. We did our Eastern Conference uh, kind of broad, broad look a yeah. couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, we took a deep dive into the East. Things haven't changed a whole lot no. in the in the off season with the summer league and all that, except for one thing. Maybe I mentioned this on the pod. Jalen Brown for the Celtics looks okay. Yeah, he looks pretty. Dang Had good. a nice summer league. The I Celtics t- are gonna have a squad. I man. called him a tweener, and you know tweeners don't normally pan out in the NBA just no. without a natural position. But he looked pretty comfortable. Who's your the final Eastern Conference thing? I'll ask you. Who's your team in the East that you're like, you're like secretly rooting for this season? Like, dude, I'm I'm gonna watch their games. I'm rooting for them because I I have a team. Yeah, I, it might be the same team. I bet it's the same team. I desperately want the Knicks to stay healthy and oh. just and just see if they can ball out and just see what that team can do if healthy. Late yeah, in the yeah. Year. Oh, oh, this brings up a good. <laughs> Did you hear Derek Rose's comments yes. about super teams? <laughs> yeah, 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 we're we're one of the super teams. Us and the Warriors. Us and the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'd be stoked for the Knicks to do good. I I'm really interested in the Milwaukee Bucks, man. I love yeah. the Greek Freak. I love him so much. I think. But is gonna... it just the Greek Freak? I mean, do you have any love for Jabari? Yeah, I like Jabari, but yeah. just the way they're constructing their team is like a bunch of dudes who are like ambiguously can play any position, guard any position. Anyways, say the Greek freak's last name. Antenna Cumbo? Uh, close enough. Antenna Cumbo? How do you say it? Uh, Architempicopus. <laughs> I also don't know how to say his first name. Is it Giannis? Giannis. Is it Giannis, Giannis. or Giannis? Giannis Anyways, uh, that's enough of the East. Guys, we're setting our sights to the West. Um, Drew and I talked a little bit before this, and obviously all our favorite teams, like probably one through four are in the West. So we're interested in the West, but for this pod, just so you guys know, um, we might do another one. We're going to mostly stay away from the top three seeds today, just because I feel like, I feel like they're pretty much a lock for the top three. Are are the Warriors your fourth seed? Cause we got to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, So by top three and and Drew, I they're not a lock. The top three seeds are not a lock. Everything matters on who's healthy. And there's enough yeah. good teams in the West. Okay, Drew, you're completely derailing what we talked about before, <laughs> which is if everyone's no, healthy, I'm mad, I'm if mad. everyone's healthy, Golden State, yeah. San Antonio, Clippers are going to be the top three. Yes, and then, but I think it's a massive question mark. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But for the, for the sake of 
enlightening ourselves and enlightening the listeners. We're going to talk about the teams that don't get talked about. Which that is much. everyone else, which if one of those teams goes down, and let's mm-hmm. be honest, LA could you know easily oh, yeah. go down. Um, Blake Griffin could punch another coach yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Blake did. Griffin might not be a Clipper. Let's talk yeah, about that yeah, for a for second. Real. Things, landscape could shift dramatically if Blake gets traded to a team. I was reading that the Celtics are making a big push to pick him up. Or if Russell Westbrook gets traded to a team. That, that dramatically changes a lot of things. Yeah, and what team? What team? Uh, you, you made a you made a interesting comment about the Spurs earlier. Uh, you think that they're not going to be as good as last year? No, and that's easy to say because yeah. they were amazing last year. I think Tim Duncan uh, adds a lot to that team. Even, yeah. even his old man limited minutes, his length and his skill yeah. and his locker room presence and his leadership is going to be missed. Uh, they brought back Manu for another year. He's old, limited minutes again. Tony Parker, he's getting older really every old. year. So look at that backcourt, Yeah. right? Uh, there's obviously LaMarcus and Kawhi are incredible. Danny Green can get buckets in a streaky way. But, I mean, you're, you're really relying on an aging Tony Parker, and I'm not sure what else. They did get a steal in the draft with that kid from UW. That dude's awesome. Uh, DeJounte Murray. Yeah, he's really uh, good. He, you know, played down here in the Le Schwab in Portland, so I got to see him a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he is, you know, there's a reason he fell that late. I mean, he's great. He's yeah. going to be a great player for them. Probably not this year. It's What's not this the year. other dude? I think he. I think it's his second year this year, uh, but he just balled out in the D. Oh, Simmons. It's not Ben Simmons, obviously, but his last name's Simmons. Okay. I can't remember. That dude is awesome. Really long. Uh, and they added Pal Gasol, dude. I love Pal. Yeah, that's a game changer. Uh, so a lot of front court players, and and you really got your eggs in that Tony Parker basket. Yeah. Unless, I mean, who knows? Maybe Russie Russ lands in San Antonio. Just dude, for kicks. We're talking I, super teams. Dude, Russ and Kawhi on the same team. Are you kidding me? And then Warriors, of course. Yeah. And, and maybe maybe they're not a lock for the one seed, but they're they're going to be awesome. You know, Kevin Durant. I will say this. Let's, they're going to be We're awesome. not going to talk about the Warriors. We're not going to talk about the number one seed. Except to say this. Uh, I am upset of all the Warriors playing in the Olympics right now. They don't need to be playing in the Olympics right yeah. now. They just got done playing in the NBA season a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Go rest on the beach, heal those bodies up. I'm proud of Steph for stepping down, but yeah. all these other dudes. Draymond, you don't need to be playing basketball right now. I don't know. Kevin Durant, you don't need to be playing basketball right now. Dude, do you think Draymond's just going to kick as many dudes in the groin as possible <laughs> from other countries? Clay Thompson, you don't need to be playing basketball right now. Let's rest. Yeah. We got championships to win. We don't uh, need Zika. We don't need a raging case of Zika right now. <laughs> Drew, let me ask you a question. I've had Zika. It's not cool. You've had Zika? S- no, sort of, dude. Something like it. I, <laughs> I had a not, Zika-like You did disease. not have Zika. You probably got food poisoning or something. Uh, it was Zika-like. <laughs> let me ask you one. And you don't one, want it. One final question about the Warriors. And this is, I, I think we talked about this earlier too, but... Explain to me why people think that, like, why is Kevin Durant getting booed? Why do people think he's a villain? I, I honestly don't get it. Yeah. He's, like, the nicest dude. Kevin Durant's a nice guy. He's a quiet guy. Um, you know, he, yeah, you're talking about the Staples Center crowd booing him out yeah, of the arena. which, those are my people, so <laughs> I'm with them uh, in spirit. Yeah, and then you saw a headline that said, is Kevin Durant ready to embrace the villain role? Yeah, You know, what? the Warriors as a squad had to embrace that role last year. Everyone mm-hmm. hated them. Um, and then, you know, just to, again, we've talked about this before. A team that's having a lot of fun. They enjoy themselves. They're having a, they're having a blast playing basketball. Yeah. Steph is shimmy-shaking and having a good old time. Loving the game. <laughs> and uh, people viciously hated them. And everyone rooted for them to lose. And I get it. Now they one-upped their villainness by adding Kevin Durant. So now he has to 
play the villains with the rest of them. And the other reason why people hate Kevin Durant, not just because he joined a hated team, but because he literally put a dagger in Oklahoma City. That team will never recover. They'll never be the same. And are you ready for this? Yeah. They're never going to compete for a title. Ever. Or for not, a while. Not anyways. in the foreseeable future. Yeah. They're going to have you, to do it again at, through the draft. You look at the team that Oklahoma City's had over the last couple of years, and it's this team that is – it's such a rarity in the NBA in that they had this amazing team and it was mostly all homegrown players. Yeah. Even back when they had Harden, they got they drafted really well. Yeah. Harden, Durant, Westbrook, yeah. and these guys were superstars. Traded Harden away, traded Ibaka, Durant left, so now it's just Russ. Yeah. Dude, I'm I'm interested to watch. Is he just gonna like be like, dude, screw all you guys? Yeah. I don't need Kevin Durant and just average a triple double yeah we'll have to see i don't, I don't know, know. it's gonna be he's gonna go crazy um he's gonna have a great wherever he ends up westbrook's gonna be gonna be a great fantasy pick yeah uh you know who else i'm just gonna call it right now it's gonna be a great fantasy pick who that fell out of style last year anthony davis i think he's gonna take a step forward after yeah. a big step back he needs last year was so weird so man. weird he's but bad. i think i think uh anthony davis is gonna slip a little bit in that first round and yeah. i would pick him up yeah, that's a great call. Um, okay, so regrouping here, Drew. Let's talk about a couple things. Um, let's look at the playoff picture, okay? Yeah. So we – and Grant, this is all – all the speculation and, and comments we're going to make, this is all like if injuries – if a Healthy if, team. Uh, healthy teams. So, so leaving this top three out that we talked about, um, let's look last year really quick at, at the playoff team. So we had – Golden State one, San Antonio two, Oklahoma City, Clippers, Portland, Mavericks, Grizzlies, Rockets. Now looking at that, are there teams that got significantly worse? And is it bad enough to bump them out of the playoffs? Let's answer that right now. Um The obvious pick is the Thunder, but I don't think they're bad enough to be out of the playoffs. No, Do you? No, uh, Except for one thing, the Western Conference as a whole is better. Teams have gotten better. There's teams you didn't yeah. name that are very much uh, going to be fighting for the well, playoff picture and that's this the, year. And we'll get to that in a second. Like, there's this the top three are kind of in a tier by themselves, yeah. but literally the rest of the West, except for the Lakers and the Suns. Yeah, and, are the, like, and the Nuggets. And right? the Nuggets are like all very good. So, uh, you know, I could see Houston getting knocked out. Yeah, they lost Dwight, right? I could see Dallas getting knocked out. Yeah. Um, you know, I, Oklahoma City is a coin flip. They could get knocked out. And, dude, the Clippers are one injury or one yeah. punch away yeah. from being knocked out. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah. It's, it's the because, reality. And, and let's say, uh, you know, I think Portland's good enough to be in. I think they're well-coached enough in there, and Damien's the kind of player dude, who's good enough. I think Portland – is it almost a lock for the four seed? For the four seed. Yeah. So teams that are going to be squabbling. So here's the thing. So we talked about a few teams that could slip out, and the teams that are going to be squabbling to get in, right, are, are Utah Jazz. Yeah. They should have been better last year than they were. Minnesota. They, got, they filled they f- filled all their holes that they yeah. needed. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, dude. 
Uh, who, let's be honest. Everyone believes Minnesota is building a ticking time bomb in that team in a good way. Right? Yeah. They're about to go off and put the entire league on notice if if they can keep those players. Dude, and but here's they hired Tibbs. Where, I mean, where do you want to start? I mean, we got to take. We're we're kind of throwing some high level names out there. Do you want to take any dives here into some into some rosters? Yeah, let's start with. We've already done a little bit. Let's start with Oklahoma City. Okay. Okay, I think in the West is so strange in that. There's two ways to look at it. There's when I look at Oklahoma City and the roster they have, I think to myself, this is still going to be a playoff team. But then I look at all the other teams that like would be left out of the playoffs and I'm less sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um so Oklahoma's got they got Russ, they have Oladipo. Dude, he's a great wing. You know, great wing. do not count out Oladipo. He's a serious Defense. player. Adams who I'm interested to see what kind of production he puts up this year, but great defense. I think presence. Adams proved he's one of the top centers in the league. Yeah, Cantor is uh, kind of a no, a no non-factor on defense, but offensively he's great. Cantor, you know, Cantor's getting paid 17 million dollars. That's a huge contract. He's very skilled. Yeah, uh, uh, they got Ilyasova, Sabonis. Yeah, they added Sabonis. Um, they're they're an interesting squad. I. It, Oh, dude they, dude, they added Anthony Morrow, sharpshooter. They've had him for oh, a while. Oh, that's right. He was getting coming off the bench last year getting uh, buckets for... I mean, Man, they should have played him more. That dude can stroke. Yeah. It, it's about health. It's about if they keep Russ. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I... I don't know. Did dude. you remember that that shooting guard that got some minutes in the playoffs, Roberson? Yeah. He was a little bit of a player. Yeah. So it'll does Durant's departure mean these guys will step up and they'll they'll find that that they have some good players or do you think it'll just dismantle the team and Russ will be like, dude, I need out of here. You know who they released? Waiters. Who, yeah. Yeah. Waiters? Do you know who signed Waiters today? I, do, I didn't know. I thought he was still a free agent. The Miami Heat. No. Yeah. Dude, Waiters is a wild card player. He's yeah. a player you hate to watch. You would hate to have him on your team, but he can sneakily hurt you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's it on Oklahoma City. I don't know. That's a good we'll, team. We'll make a final lock at the end of the pot of who we think's in and who's hey, out. Hey, if if Russ is if Russ is still on the squad, this is a good team. Yeah, Oladipo at the wing, Do you, Adams in the middle. What is your gut without without too much speculation? What's your gut say regarding Russ getting traded? Your gut stays. He stays this year. Stays this year and leaves next summer. Leaves next summer because I don't think a team will be able to trade for him to get the commitment to, that to resign him. No one's yeah. going to trade for him without a commitment to resign. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I completely agree. So the only team that he might that might get that commitment is a like LA, right? Yeah. He could be a Laker because but, he went to UCLA. But being a Lakers guy. He's from LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he there's a lot of speculation that he that's where he wants to be. If you're the Lakers, dude, just wait one year. Yeah, wait Let your guys have a blast tank playing again. with Luke Walton. Tank again. Yeah, tank again. Uh, just throw up shots, get confidence in their young core, and then have Russ next summer. Yeah. Anyways, um, let's do this team next, Drew. Hit me with it. We live in the beautiful city of Portland, Oregon. We like the Blazers. They're not our favorite team. Um, we live in a city where the fans are ravenous. Yeah. And I liked the Blazers a lot until their fans started hating the Warriors, and, t- and then I took it personally, and yeah. now I hate them. 
I'm used to it because Blazer fans think that they have a rivalry with the Lakers. But we have literally <laughs> Blazers fans, 17 more championships. Nobody has a rivalry with you. Just take yeah. it down a notch. Enjoy your team. They're fun. I think, Stop hating on other teams. We don't care yeah, about you. No I one cares Blazer about fans you. Enjoy think, your team. Think that like everyone hates them, but every NBA podcast I listen to, yeah. everyone's like, oh, I really like the Blazers. Yeah, they're super like, fun. They're, they're team, super man. scrappy. They get buckets. They okay. play defense. They're slashers. They're shooters. Well coached. There's nothing not to like about this team except for the obnoxious fans trying to pick fights. Shut up, everybody. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Blazers. Also, you're giving Alan Crabb $18.5 which Cal bears respect, but come on. Dude. To, he's gonna come off the bench. He's not a starter. Eighteen point five million. You could pay me that. I could get buckets. No, dude. Dude, send I've me seen, in. Put I've me seen in. You shoot, bro. Oh my gosh. <laughs> When's the last time you beat me in the free throw game? I'll wait. Never. Okay. When I got ten, dude. <laughs> but let, okay, for real. Let's talk about their team because I, dude, I think they have a squad. They retained everybody. Yeah. They didn't. They were good. Except They're, they were good to begin with. Harkless, I don't. Th- I think Harkless is the only guy they haven't resigned. I could be wrong. I apologize if I'm wrong. But so their starting five would be what Dame, CJ, who they just resigned for five years. Who knows who the starting five is? Because after those two, it's like a revolving door of three, f- three fours, which is a-, a great formula. Yeah, sure, dude. They rotate them through. A lot of people are hating the Evan Turner signing, but I love Evan Turner. I've always loved Evan. He's Turner. awesome, dude. Yeah. He doesn't like when you look at his box score. You're never like blown away. Why would you hate that signing? He's a good player. He's a great player, uh, and he rebounds. He's a sneaky rebounder. Yeah. Dude, they, they signed, I forgot about this, they signed Shabazz Napier, yeah. who, he's not amazing, but for being a backup point guard, that's pretty dope. He should have been amazing. That dude in college was unguardable. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Um, he got he got off in college. So, what the Blazers have is a bunch of dudes that can guard, like, four positions, yeah. which is a great formula for yeah, where the NBA's headed. Fun team. Well, what they don't have are those bangers and bruisers. Yeah. Um. So also, I gotta say, in summer league, this Pat Connington, Connington kid. Yeah. He was awesome. Really? He's a great athlete. Right. He's fun to watch. All right, Blazers. I think I think they're a lock for the playoffs. I yeah, think a, they could be in the top half of that. Conference. I think their potential. I, I feel strongly that they're going to land at the four seed, but they could potentially be the three seed. Take it down a notch, Blazers fans. We like your team. All right. Who do you want to talk about next, Drew? Uh, dude, I really want to talk about Minnesota. Let's do it. This I'm, team, I'm excited. This team is unbelievable. I Let's mean, do it. they've been getting these high draft picks. They've been drafting well, and these guys are panning out. I mean, they, even the trading Kevin Love for Andrew Wiggins, are you kidding me? You talk about a thief in the night. What a dude. great trade. Dude, let me ask you this. Carl Anthony Towns, if you're the GM of the Timberwolves and every team in the NBA called you up and was like, yo, we want Towns, you can have whatever you want, would you trade Towns? For anybody? Yeah. Yeah? Who? (laughs) Dude, I'd trade Towns for Steph. I'd trade Towns for Russ. I'd trade Towns for... Yeah, I don't know. Carl Anthony Towns is 20 years old. Yeah. He put up grown man numbers. He, yeah, no. Like yeah. Well, you, you notice my list ended after Steph and Russ, so that yeah. tells you something. I dude, didn't, I, you know, I would say LeBron, but the age just doesn't I make sense. I think that dude is legit. Yeah, great player. Uh, uh, yeah, great. So, I mean, that's an unbelievable draft pick. Uh, just 
beast uh, scoring, rebounding. Wiggins yeah. was a guy who coming out of college, I thought he was overrated. I actually mm-hmm. was Team Jabari over Team Wiggins, and I and, think, and, and I was wrong about that. Yeah, I think Wiggins is. I would love to see him turn into a superstar. I don't know if he will be a superstar. Uh, in fact, I don't think he will. But I think he's just a different player than everyone thought he would be. They thought that he'd be this like flashy, just yeah. like LeBron esque. I never thought that, but yeah, the dude. The dude's just, like, smart. He can defend really, really well. He can score when they need him to. Um, I'm kind of in the opposite camp. I didn't think he was going to be very good because I saw I just watched too many Kansas uh-huh. games where he didn't dominate. And I'm like, well, he's Canadian and he can't dominate, you know, in on this college squad. Yeah. But he's actually way more skilled than I thought. Okay. Way more skilled than I thought. Like, I watched a, a workout video with him. Uh, with his kind of just player development coach and um, just his his touch, his turnarounds, his feel for the basketball, it was just it was unbelievable. Um, little for a for like a kind of a what do you call him a wing forward, yeah, like a three four. I mean, I don't know, I don't even know what he plays. He can actually handle it a little, handle it a little bit, have his play with his back to the basket, and great turnaround. Knows where the basket is. He really impressed me. So I think he's gonna just keep getting better. Yeah. Um, and then my biggest question mark with this team for the last couple of years has been their guards just aren't very good. I don't think he can be successful starting starting Ricky Rubio. I like Ricky Rubio, um, but I don't think he's gonna. He's just not in the same class as elite point guards. So I've always thought, man, their backcourt's not very good. Levine's probably yeah. Levine can have these really great moments. He's a great athlete. But they added this Dunn kid in the draft, Chris Dunn. He's a baller. That dude. might solve. I mean, if he steps up in a big way, this trio of of Dunn, Towns, Wiggins might be really dude, all they need yeah. to be a serious contender. And it turns Levine and or Rubio into a pretty sweet trade ship. Yeah, there's plenty of teams I would love either of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Zach Levine just for his athleticism alone, yeah. and he's put up the kind of numbers where you kind of you can't you have to kind of look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's gotten some serious games of um, you know 25, 30 points. Yeah, they added Jordan Hill this summer, who I love as a backup center. That dude's great. Was he a Laker for a bit? Yeah, he actually did really well did in the he? Lakers. Uh, um, Jang, Jang. Yeah, Gorgie Jang, Gorgie Jang, dude can play. He's great. Uh, Pekovic is awesome, but he was injured most of the year last year. Who knew Tayshawn Prince was still in the league? Dude, not me. <laughs> um, so Timberwolves, let me ask you a couple quick questions on these guys. So, do you, well, I guess this isn't not, this isn't a question, but I feel like this will be a really good test for Tibbs because they hired Tom Thibodeau over yeah. the summer to co- a great coach. But I feel like this will be like kind of a proving ground for him yeah. like dude are you legit take this team to the playoffs see what they can do so do you think they're gonna make the playoffs you know i think chris dunn is the answer to that question okay. if chris dunn can come up and put it and be a good guard and you know and it's a lot to ask for a rookie yeah you know but i think uh if it's all gonna rise and fall on chris dunn right now do you think there's a trade coming dude if there's a trade coming they could be they could play the speculation is that tibbs really wants jimmy butler well, <laughs> what the Bulls are doing doesn't make any sense at the backcourt, so you'd think they're trying to unload one of those guys. Yeah. All right. So, dude, Timberwolves, we're both excited for. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited just to see not just this year Timberwolves, but, like, the next three years of Timberwolves basketball. Yeah. How's that going to play, play out? Okay, let's do these next three really quickly because I'm not super interested. There are situations interesting. 
So Dallas, are they a playoff team? I mean, yes and no. Yeah. Uh, does that, does that, does that do you know what I mean by yeah. that? <laughs> Let me. T- can I tell you my thought? Yeah. Literally, the only reason I'm super intrigued by them is because Rick Carlisle is an actual genius. Yeah. And they don't have bad players on their team. And, dude, when the Mavs won back in 2011, is that when they won? Yeah. They had, like, Dirk and then a bunch of, like, dudes who you're like, oh, yeah, those guys are good. Yeah. And they won. They won the title. Yeah. Against the Miami Heat. Yeah, I'm. And I will say in the this same situation. I will say this: their guards were a lot better then, yeah. than they are now. Yeah, they had kid, right? Uh huh. And right now, again, I'm not sure you can be that successful rolling out JJ Barea, yeah, as your primary ball handler. I don't hate Deron Williams. I'm not hating on these, on these Spanish handler. guards, but uh, Williams. Uh, <laughs> dude, Deron Williams is your most hated player in the league. Number three most hated. And didn't uh, didn't Barea end up getting the call last year because Williams was hurt? Yeah. And then um, so, and he's getting older. And then you're looking at the Seth Curry signing at 2.8 mil, which respect. Hey, dude, get money, Seth. Li- Liberty Flames in the house. What's up, bro? Um, and so, uh, you know, Harrison Barnes at the three is our highest paid player in team history. Andrew Bogut getting paid at center. Uh, Andrew Bogut is the kind of center who can actually be a game changer for this team. Yeah. He doesn't need to score. His rim protection alone can lead to, I mean, if, if Wesley Matthews can get buckets, he's a great passer. Uh, you know, we're going to see some interesting yeah. stuff. So, um, you know, what? I'm going to say it right now. Mavs are not a playoff team. Okay. If Bogut, if I could, mm. if I believe Bogut could stay healthy for a whole season, I might change that. Cause I think he's that much of an impact player, which is weird. Cause he averages four points a game. But I'm serious. I'm like I yeah. think he's that much of an impact player yeah, yeah. just as a rim protector. But uh, if I don't think he can stay healthy, yeah. so what's what's after what's what's after Bogut goes down? I don't Nothing. Know. They're certainly interesting, but I think I agree with you, and and I don't agree with. Well, I agree with you not because I think they're a bad team. I think they're a really interesting team. I just think there's there's other teams up and coming that yeah. are going to bounce them out. Um, okay, really quick, what are your thoughts on Memphis? Are oh, they love Memphis? Okay, playoff? Yes. Oh, okay. yes, absolutely. They Memphis got bruisers, is, dude. Memphis is good. Yeah, they're they're they were should have been much better last year. They had but, a major implosion. They dude, ended up the year not starting any of their starters. I feel Serious like something injuries. no one ever talks about is the fact that Memphis made the playoffs, but they they had like I, I wish I would have brought this up, but like some crazy stat of how many different starting lineups yeah. they had throughout the year. Yeah. Like everyone was injured and they still made the playoffs. Mike Conley, I feel like we're going to see a good season out of him because uh, the confidence of his contract he just signed. Yeah, or crushed by the contract. Yeah, who knows. Um, anyways, Memphis, you think they're playoff bound? Yeah, I think they're re- – I mean, again, so uh, the Gasol went down last year. Mark, Mark, Mark went down last year with an injury. Yeah. You can't win without him on the court. No. But if he's on the court and Conley's – Conley's healthy, um, and then you know Chandler Parsons as his X factor. Uh, as much as uh, look, you just gave me tells me you kind of hate Chandler, and I kind of hate Chandler. He's just a pretty boy, dude. I kind of hate Chandler, dude. He's prettier than you. Is that what, that what this is all about? Do you know who he's friends with? Hit me with it. Jojo Fletcher. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You're a girl from the Bachelorette. Anyways, tune into our Bachelorette pod this week. <laughs> We've been dropping some fire. Uh, no, I like Memphis, man. I've always liked this Memphis team. I, I don't think, again, this is like in the wet, like 
them making the playoffs is futile because they'll just get throttled by whoever is they meet in the first round. You know, you know they were good last year, and injuries took them out, and they retained everybody and added Chandler Parsons. Yeah, had a lot of money actually. Now that I look at it, yeah. Um, so pretty interesting squad. But anyway, next. Houston, in or out? out? Quick. Okay, same, out. Okay. <laughs> no, for obvious reason. Yeah. Dwight's gone and, and Harden's a cancer. Yeah. Let me list the teams that... Although they added Ryan Anderson. That He's not a good fit. I love... Team. I know. Oh, he's he's great. I would Dude, have taken I him on him. the Warriors so fast. I would have taken him on a ton of other yeah, teams. Yeah, he is okay. so good. So here's the teams. Let me list really quick that we have said are out. Okay? Yeah. Dallas, Houston, and then obviously the Lakers, obviously the Suns. We're saying Denver's out. We can probably assume that Sacramento's out. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing. What if Sacramento makes a trade? If Sacramento makes a trade, they're trading Boogie, and they're not getting any better okay. anytime soon. It'll be for future. I, don't, you, you, I think you, they're a lock. You don't think they want to add someone to play with Boogie just to see what happens? Who would they trade? Uh, That's the thing. They're kind of in a rough spot, and no one wants to go to Sacramento. I guess if you're traded, it doesn't matter. Okay, dude, so Rudy Gay is an intriguing trade chip. So that's six teams that are not making the playoffs, according to us. Okay, yeah, right? Yeah. Are you listening, Drew? And what did you say, Denver? No, I don't think Denver makes the playoffs. Yeah. Do you? So there's Denver, there's New Orleans, and then everybody else. So we're saying Timberwolves maybe making it. And the team Maybe, we, but that's a that's a huge contingent, Chris Dunn. Okay, let me throw this team your way, dude. And this is a team that is my so in the West, besides the Lakers, besides Portland, Golden State, whoever. The team that I'm super stoked. for. I already for, know what you're gonna say. I'm already pulling up their roster. I already know what you're gonna say. The Utah Jazz. Here bro. we go. They're gonna they are gonna turn heads this year. Utah got really good. They were a great team last year. Um, unfortunately, Gobert went down with injuries, and he's kind of their defensive anchor. Yeah, they were right on the cusp of making the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so they their their biggest question mark and their biggest need was like literally a point guard and another shooting guard. They got George Hill, who's not yep. like an elite point guard, but the dude is super smart. He can play. Um, he can shoot well enough. And then they added Joe Johnson. Uh, I old, love it, dude. Old. But still, old veteran. Dude, he's older than I am. I love, and, and what's interesting about the Jazz is, oh, they added Boris Diaw too. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but they got Favors, Hayward, Gobert, Alec uh, Burks. Fa- fa- let's be honest. Favors can play. Uh, Gobert is, can play. And Hayward is a serious player. Uh, Rodney Hood, actually a good player. Yep, Rodney, Rodney Hood, Hood can stroke. Uh, I, don't, I don't hate Shelvin Mack, dude. Dude, let me, let me hit you with this X Factor. Yeah. Uh, Tyrone Wallace. If he makes the squad, was a better player in college than Alan Crabb. I literally don't know who that is. He was a Cal Bear okay. guard. Better player in college than Alan Crabb was, and Alan Crabb just put in some serious work and he got paid. But Tyrone Wallace, if he has that same work ethic, is going to be a serious player in the NBA. Fell okay. in the second round this year. Okay. You heard it here first. Uh, yeah. You keep... also heard this here first. You ready for my prediction? Hit me with it, dude. I think they're going to trade Dante. Exum's out. Exum's out. I don't know dude. why they drafted him in the first place. Yeah, he can play a little bit. So what? What are your? What are the options? What can you get for a Dante Exum in the NBA right now? I don't know. That's a qu- Exum's a guy who he was out most of last year with an injury. He was the number four draft pick. Yeah, last year, right? 
something like that. So, so teams, there's teams that like love potential. Yeah. Like teams that are rebuilding. You look at like a Denver. Um, you look at like I don't think the Lakers were traded, but like Phoenix, a Phoenix. Yeah. Um, you're interested in Exum. You're willing to ship out dudes that are like on their way out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's something to think about. I just think this team doesn't have a lot of weaknesses, like he pointed out, uh, yeah. except for one. <laughs> Their coach is Quinn Snyder. Quinn oh. Snyder is terrible. <laughs> I didn't He's like that. a walking NCAA violation. Yeah. Google, Google that dude sometime <laughs> in his sunken crack eyes. Wow. You heard it here first. <laughs> okay, really quick, Drew. Um, I'm sorry I said Quinn Snyder had crack eyes. That's okay. We won't. I won't bore anyone with all my Lakers thoughts. We'll save it for another pod. Lakers. Let's, let's Dude, re- what if this was like soccer and teams got relegated to the D-League after like a couple terrible seasons? The Lakers would be like yeah. such a D-League squad. Yeah, I I have despair about the Lakers, but <laughs> it, it would be two hours. Uh, so let's really quickly to close it off, let's make our final playoff picks. Full The full the full thing. The full deal. The eight. Oh, my gosh. In order, I did not prepare for this. Uh, All right, Golden, Golden State. Uh, I want to say Golden State. Gosh, San Antonio, L.A. We're mm-hmm. going everyone healthy, right? That's three. No argument here. Now we get into the four. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to bring this up. The Northwest Division is insane. Yeah. It's all teams that are, like, exactly – well, yeah. not exactly, but like around the same level. But when you get within the conference to the division level, does it matter? No. Like, what does it matter if you scrap for your division or not? It doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. But you're just saying it's interesting the way they're grouped together. They're all about the same level. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want me to make my picks? Well, here's the thing. After three, it's all just a wild guess. I'm ready to make my picks. Dude. Okay. I'm, let me guess your picks. About, you're gonna uh, guess my picks, and then I'm gonna say my picks, and then you're gonna say your picks. Portland at four. Okay. Is that your pick? Yeah. Uh, I bet you have Utah at five. Yep. I bet you have Memphis at six. No. Okay. Who do you have at six? Oh wait. <laughs> Memphis. Maybe I at do. Six. You have Memphis at I six. I guess Memphis at six. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then uh, you have – this is where it gets tricky. You have OKC at seven. Seven and eight are pretty much interchangeable, but that's probably what I would have said. And do you Final have, slot, dude. Here we go. Can I guess it? Eight for eight. I bet you have Minnesota squeaky dude. Yep. <laughs> dude. I think. And that, dude, that's a fun. Yeah, that'd be super fun. Like, Golden State would absolutely wipe the floor with them in the first round. But that'd be such a fun series to watch, yeah. dude. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Um, do you have any changes to that? or any? No, any? I, okay. I, I, I really don't. Um, but I mean, and unless Bogut somehow just has a superhuman season. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, you're saying he cracks his back and goes down. Yeah. Uh, so, guys, in spite of the fact that everyone's kind of labeling the Warriors as, like, the super team, and I think they're going to be really good. Can we say one thing about the Warriors that we haven't updated since our last pod? Sure. We had a Bay Area tech startup uh, wizard, Brandon Cavender. He's also an NBA connoisseur. 
um, you know, he did a, he took us through a deep dive into contracts and uh, you know basically free agency and all that um, revolt involving the Warriors on the day that Kevin Durant signed, and in that conversation with Brandon. He said, we were talking about, well, they need a center because they can't re-sign Bogut now. And he said, and we were throwing out some ideas, and he mentioned Zaza Pachulia. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. he said, he's like, I, you know, it'd be interesting for them to get a Zaza Pachulia. And I remember saying, there's no way they could get Zaza. Yeah, and, it, you and know, hours just, later. And it was literally, like, two hours later, Warriors signed Zaza Pachulia for, what, $3 million? This raises an even more important question, dude. Does Joe Lacob listen to our pod? <laughs> Lacob is, is listening, or Brandon is really plugged in, and so he made that call, and nobody had said that. No, like it was a crazy yeah shot, and the reason was because they had the league minimum to spend a couple million dollars yeah. for one year, and Pachulia could have gotten ten to maybe seventeen million somewhere in that range yeah. per year for at least a couple years. Oh, easy. Especially with the new bar or the yeah. new bargaining agreement. And his numbers, he averaged a double double. Yeah. I mean, great player. He only gave the Warriors a one year commitment and there's talk that he'll resign with somebody the year after for like two years, twenty plus. Oh yeah. Um but you heard it here first on this pod. Warriors could sign Zaza. I scoffed, and two hours later, Warriors signed Zaza for three million. Which NBA GMs? There was actually an uproar with the GMs. Not the Warriors signed Durant. Yeah. They signed Zaza for that little. They yeah. were like, "Are you kidding me? How is that fair?" That's um, like less than like a rookie contract. So I mean, the interesting thing about that is the Warriors filled out their top five uh, in a great way. Yeah. Right? They four the, their top four are top twenty players in the well, league. Dude, their I would top argue, five is Zaza. I would argue that their top eight is pretty solid. You you got Iggy Livingston and David West off your bench. Yeah, and uh, the the funny thing was this this was an eye raising eyebrow raising move. Mm-hmm. They didn't really push hard on Spates. They let Spates walk and re-signed Anderson Verjao. <sighs> Am I missing something? I'm about to throw up, dude. What does Verjao give you? I mean, maybe they couldn't afford Spates. I'm not exactly sure, but what does Verjao give you? Any, like, anything. I don't know, man. I mean, I felt like he just hurt them a lot. I don't know. Um, uh, let me throw this out there. One last thing. One kay. last thought. Uh, due to the NBA Summer League, uh, they had this kid, Makad of UNLV, or draft pick. Oh, yeah. Serious player. So, I mean, they might have stolen another kid out of the second round, just like Draymond Green was a second rounder. Okay. This Makad can seriously play. Time will tell. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh... Tweet yeah. us your thoughts. Tweet us your thoughts. I know this is a little dive into the Western Conference. Uh, I promise you there will be a Lakers pod. I'm ready to just dive into it. Um, but, yeah, thanks for listening. Let us know what you think. Uh, Team USA, we're rooting for you. They are thrashing everybody. Yeah, and somehow, like, their highest score is, like, 19 points every game <laughs> at, like, 19 minutes. Yeah, they're sharing the ball. Uh, they're doing well. Anyways, guys, we'll talk to you soon. Tweet at us at Dayo Tree. At Drew Martin. Later. Peace out. With Krillin saying something about blowing here. Jesus, black life ain't metal. I know I talked to his daddy. Say you the man of the house now. Look out for your family. He has ordered my steps. Gave me a sword with a crest. And gave Donnie a trumpet. In case I get short and suppressed.